coming up on this episode of The Village Idiom. So, okay. I would start with Okay, we're on a road trip. Okay. We're on a road trip. We're stopping at a gas station real quick. Potty break, gas break, going in for a snack. What do you get? I'm going to go with the highest volume thing for the least amount of cost. Dum, dum, da, da, village Idiom. Hello and welcome to the Village Idiom. We are a podcast that every week we choose a popular saying and take an admittedly shallow, hopefully comedic, once in a while interesting, and if we're really lucky, educational. Dive into its meaning, its usage, its origins, but mostly we're going to hang our otherwise directionless conversation on. My name is Jurassic Mark. And I'm skinny. Good. Well, I'm actually I'm not. Uh, and one of the reasons is I, I just... I, one of the reasons what? I, I enjoy dessert. One of the reasons skinny. oh that you're not skinny? Oh yeah, yeah. This last <laughs> summer was really devastating actually. I probably I ice cream twice a day. And uh I'll tell you, my wife just came back from the Okanagan. And this, this I, is I, like the old school uh stand up comic intro. I'll tell you this, my wife just came back from the Okanagan. <laughs> so going. she comes in from the Okanagan. She comes in and she, she says, says <laughs> These cherries are so fat. How fat are they? Yeah. So anyway, I don't have a follow-up punchline. So she comes These in. cherries are the pits. <laughs> so she comes in from the Okanagan. And she's um, So she was there over the weekend. She starts you know, talking. She's, um, there is peaches. There is cherries, uh, ap- apples, nectarines, a variety of fruits, talking about how she's going to make pie. Right. And Sounds as awesome. soon as the words came out of her mouth that she was going to make pie, all I wanted was pie. <laughs> of course. And it's not coming fast enough. That makes So last sense. night I went to Walmart and just bought a pie. Did you? Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? So I I, I planned on having pie today here. Really? I just totally forgot. But I wasn't going to bake a pie. I was going to... I have this fond memory of my days on road trips, touring... Of this, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. Of this really waxy apple pie. That's awesome. From a gas station. Yeah. Hostess, maybe. Perfect. You know, and you can still like, find it. Like, them. has no best before date because it's got so many preservatives in it. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah like, it, it just, can't mold. It's not in the refrigerator. There's nothing nutritious for, for mold on the shelf to glom in a onto. paper bag. <laughs> and, and the reason we're talking about pie uh, right now is. Our, I should imagine humble pie is on the menu. Humble pie. Humble pie. Not my favorite. Not your favorite pie. Of all the pies to have, that's not my favorite. No, that makes sense. And so there was, so we popped into like probably this pie shop. Some people call it Walmart. And <laughs> and there was f- six different kinds of pie at Walmart. Yeah, that's true. They have a lot of pie. I didn't know. I was like, did you buy pie? So I'm like, so after dinner, I'm like, can I jump to the end here? Did you eat the whole pie yourself? No. Okay. No, I didn't. I had one slice. Okay. And then I was so disappointed because it's not my wife. My wife actually makes an amazing pie. Oh. And so I have a slice of this pie. I was like, yeah, I shouldn't have done that. What kind did you buy? I went with blueberry. Oh, okay. Yeah. I default out to like strawberry rhubarb. Have you ever gone to um, home to get pie? Yep. <laughs> no, that place called home. Hilltop. Hilltop. No, I Hilltop haven't. Hilltop Cafe. Okay, yeah. Good pie. Okay. Yeah, so I, I think this quest, um, so immediately, I just got OCD'd about it. I was like, places near me that sell pie. And, <laughs> and it was like Ricky's Restaurant has pie. Course, yeah. Uh, Denny's has some pie. And then, um, yeah, I was like, I just need White pie. White spot. I just need, oh, yeah. Oh, they, when it's strawberry season, they have that fresh strawberry pie. Right. Anyway. Right. Anyway. Anyways, it's got nothing to do with anything outside no, when of- when is uh, humble pie What is season? humble pie? 
I don't know. Is that like a bumbleberry? No, hum- humbleberry. Nice. Yeah. Well, here's an example sentence of using humble pie as an idiom. One may often think that they are smarter than the others, but such people always end up eating humble pie. Mm. Or the lawyer had to eat um, humble pie in the court because the facts he presented were wrong. So to eat humble pie, humble pie, in its uh, its common usage is to face humiliation or subsequently uh, apologize for a serious mistake because you ate humble pie. You were shown. You were corrected. The um, I came across uh, like that is also used as like eating crow. Like is, oh, eating crow. Eating crow would kind of be our North Americanness, but and humble humble pie has like some Englishness to it. That's funny because in in my very in depth research, in fact, the whole team of researchers, <laughs> okay, yeah, never we never stumbled across eating crow as an alternative. Even though, of course, I've heard, yeah, the, you, you've said something. You put your foot in it. And now yeah, you've got to eat crow. eat crow. Maybe I wonder if it has a. I mean, it has to have a different origin story. Maybe that's for another day. Eating crow. Because I don't have that in any of my. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I thought I'd assume that's origins. where it was going. No, yeah. Eating crow. What's your favorite kind of pie? I was just going to ask you that. I will always choose apple. Yep, hundred percent. That's that's a good one. Yeah, I would go with apple crumble, apple pie, apple. So, but not. I don't really have eat you apples. not been to home <laughs> restaurant. I don't think so. The, the, there's just, there's three or four in the lower mainland, but there's one in Hope right near where we camp. Well, there's no place like home. Yes, exactly. Oh, wait. I, I've eaten at that one. Yeah. I'm like, of all places that you're most likely to, it's probably Hope. Yeah, but I don't think I got pie. Okay, so they have like a whole pie cooler where they have like 14 different pies or something like that. That's just a win-win. It's called Home. It's in Hope. That's great. Just right before Hell's Gate. <laughs> it's, That's it's, true. Is Home. That's true. <laughs> There's Hope right before Hell's Gate. For those of you who <laughs> Aren't BC do, do not... Come from the land we do. These are actual city names in British Columbia. <laughs> so, so I don't know. City might be too so big of a word. When I uh, Town, and, and when I went village. there last, I had the chocolate cream. I'm like okay. I was drawn into the cream pies. Yeah. How was the chocolate cream? Because sometimes it just tastes like Jello pudding in it a was pie. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So it was. Light. And my wife was, was perturbed. She's like, "You picked of all these choices, chocolate cream pie." I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "I'll just make that for you anytime." I'm like, "Hmm." 30 years, haven't seen one. So <laughs> I do like coconut cream pie. A banana cream pie? Uh, well, yeah, it's just that's too banana y. Oh, I, I just, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pie fan, just not the humble kind. Yeah, I would go apple, that in order of preference would be apple, coconut cream, maybe some fresh strawberry kind of deal in there after that. So this is the thing my mom got me on as a kid. If you're going to do a berry pie that she put can, she puts canned milk on it. Okay. Yeah, it, and it's just, I don't know, it's just like extra pie lube as it goes down your throat. <laughs> it's delicious. It elevates it. You know, I guess I was, some people put cheese with apple pie. I love a slice of cheddar cheese with apple pie. So there's something about dairy with pie. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, so it's canned milk. I also like a slice of cheese with almost anything. <laughs> just no matter how terrible it is. I can't think of what a slice of cheese would be. You know go what this with. riclette needs? A slice, a slice of, cheese. of cheese, but it's cheese. Mm-hmm. It's like this fondue. That's good. When we were going through uh, the states for spring break, um, I searched like because I'm like I'm going through America, and let's dip through California and we'll see if there's. And I'm like, what are the ten most famous like pie places? And one was in Maybe. Northern California. Okay, and I'm like, I wonder if I can stop there. So sure enough, 
uh, found it, went there, and it was closed. Oh. <laughs> I was like, no. And it's called, uh, the, the town is called Humboldt. No way. It, 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 it's Humboldt called, Pie? Yeah, Slice of Humboldt Pie. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's why I thought, ah, I gotta bring that stupid story up. That's great. I wish you had, like, a picture we could post you in front of Humboldt Pie to promote today's Humboldt Pie I'd idiom. Wish, I, I'm not sure. I think I was just sad. <laughs> staring out the window. Anybody who like, eats humble pie is a little sad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so. Have you ever like, had to did... eat humble pie? And oh. it's in the meaning that we're talking about today. Oh, for sure. Like, mostly crow. Um, <laughs> Same thing. But yes, been humbled a variety of times. I wonder if um, eating crow and humble pie, if there's any connection to 4 and 20 blackbirds baked in a pie. Wow, that's good. I wonder. Magpie. Magpie. What? I know. This Eating is. Eating crow magpie? It's Inception. That's amazing. I came across this before we get into any further. We're going to have to find out where this thing came from, but I came across uh, this little gem, which uh, kind of cracked me up. About a humble florist. A humble florist selling his wares at a small town. Beautiful flowers to the townspeople every day. And then one day, some friars moved into the nearby abbey. And they started, you know, in order to meet their financial expenses and whatever, they started selling flowers. And the, the, the town's florist, he's like sad, but it's like these religious guys, you know, so he doesn't want to be like too harsh, but it's like he's, it's cutting into his bottom line because they've got these beautiful uh, flowers doing their, their thing. And one of his friends, another one of the townspeople saw, he says, I, I've got just the exact guy to fix this. His name's Hugh. And, so the, the floor is like, well, what will he do? It's like, don't ask questions. It's his, his name is Hugh. And so Hugh goes, visits them. And sure enough, the friars close up shop and, 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 and the florist, he's happy. And he says, well, actually, how did you do it? He goes, it's very simple. Hugh and only Hugh can prevent florist friars. <laughs> so I've heard this. I thought I knew the end, and then it got different because I've heard Hugh can prevent florist fires because they were competitive florists lighting each other on fire. <laughs> it's friars. Florist, florist friars. That's great. Yeah, I saw that one. I thought, oh, Mark, How like did Hugh do it? <laughs> yeah. So anyways. That was good. I came across this little dad joke. Cracked me up. Anyways, that was it. Could you turn that into a pie joke? Hmm. With, with time. With time. With time and love. And what do you, cinnamon. How do you feel about meat pies? Oh, they haven't made a pie that I don't like, except like a cow pie. <laughs> so chicken pot pie. And- love me a pie. Yeah. Yeah. You've been to, I know, we, we've talked about when it was closer to pie day in, in March, uh, like um, our local, like it's, what's it called? The pie hole. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the only time I went there was with you and it was closed. <laughs> was it really? Yeah. yeah. After uh, John oh, Christ. That, I, f- I forgot about that time. No, there's another pie hole in New West. Oh, I haven't been. Oh, yeah. No, it's delicious. Yeah, and, and you can get savory pies as well as the sweets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Are you, uh, if just snack snack time approached us right now, do you lean savory or sweet? Hmm. They haven't in... The, I love snacks. All the snacks. I'm not as, like, snack snob. So okay, I would start with. Okay, we're on a road trip. Okay, we're on a road trip. We're stopping at a gas station real quick. Potty break, gas break. Going in for a snack. What do you get? I'm gonna go with the highest volume thing for the least amount of cost. 
So it still has nothing to do with what you're craving. Mm, nope, that's not how I roll. <laughs> I base things out of finance okay, and then volume. Yeah. And so if I thought I could get the biggest bag of chips, I would be in a salty, but maybe five-finger discount a chocolate bar. Hmm, okay. How would you? I would always lean savory. Hmm. I could give her, I, I could take or leave sugary stuff. So, yeah, bag of chips, some pretzels. We're that at the theater. Thing. Yeah. Popcorn. You go popcorn? No, like but, tw- Twizzlers but, but or some, M&M's inside well, the... Well, if they come with, like, some, I'll usually get the number one, which gives me a free movie rental, popcorn, drink, and a candy. Then I'll choose peanut M&M's, dump that into the popcorn. Exactly. But how if it was... How do they stay up? It's crazy. How do they what? Like, stay up. Like, they, they, don't, they don't all fall to the bottom. They actually intermix inside the popcorn. I think because of the weight of them... They gradually, because you're not hand-picking them, you're just kind of grabbing whatever. And then every once in a while you get that crunchy, oh yeah, man, yeah, I just yeah. got an M&M. Here's a little tip. This movie is amazing. Here's a little movie-going popcorn tip that has nothing to do with Humble Pie. Okay. Um, if you're going to go use their golden topping, which is not butter, mm-hmm. or you can help self-serve motor oil, oil, and yeah. basically you're just soaking the top. A little 30-50. Hoping that it goes down enough into your popcorn. Mm-hmm. This, is what, this is what you do. You jam a straw into your popcorn. No. And then shut put that up. under the stream. Today's podcast was worth it just for that alone. <laughs> put that in the stream and you're just, you're putting little shots of, of butter flavored oil throughout your bag. Wow. 1030 and everywhere. Works, and it works great. <laughs> My mind is blown. I want to go to a movie. You're like, after this. <laughs> yeah. A straw into the golden oil, motor oil. Yeah. And then just deep into the wow. bag. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's pretty good. That is like a... Awesome hack, urban legend. There's your theater hack for the day. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for that little tidbit. Hey, that's what I'm here for. When you're reaching in and you pulled out like a piece of pie. (laughs) (laughs) You could dump pie bits into your popcorn. Yeah, it's not one of those things that they really like. It's inside of like even ice cream. Like, because there's like a cheesecake. In ice cream. I've had apple pie ice cream. Oh, have you? Okay. And it's got bis- bits of crust. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about. You yeah, it's some... awesome. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, key, and... key lime pie ice cream. I've had that. I, I do like key lime pie. Key lime pie. Yeah. That's delicious. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Never do remember, a podcast before the, lunch. Remember that time we had pie? That was awesome. Yeah. Well, there we go. We should go for pie. Well, I was in, in, the, in the, the humble pie uh, vein. Humboldt? Humboldt pie. Um, I did come across, I was like, where does pie come from? And there was like actually some controversy. Now we're getting into the origins of pie. Well, before we get into the actual origins, they said the Egyptians. What? I know. No, it's, it's some white grandma in Washington state. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> they said the Egyptians. So I'm like, okay, tell me more. Um, so they had a honey filled, uh, honey filling covered in a crust. Uh, cake made from oats, wheat, or rye. A recipe for chicken pie was also discovered on a tablet carved prior to 2000 BC. A recipe on a tablet. For chicken pie. That seems pie. like a terrible use of okay, tablet time. so first of all... Your recipe book is so big. <laughs> I want to see the recipe because unless it's like put a layer of this dough, then a filling, then dough, to it's not pie. Yes. If okay, they're so just mixing it all in, the covered doughy pie, stuff with chicken bits. They're saying bits. the covered pie may be Roman. Yeah, so. Okay. 
but that it came in a baked shell or whatever was. They said they have uh, a recipe back to the Egyptians. The Egyptians. Yeah. So huh. there's a piece of useless uh, trivia for you That's today. It's not useless. This is. Hey, uh, compared to put the straw up the butter hole thing, <laughs> then. You can't say up. Well, where do you put it? You jam it down into the popcorn. To say sh- to jam anything up your butter <laughs> hole. <laughs> when you say it like that. That's how you said it. No, that's. You didn't hear it. But that's, that's how you said it. it. I heard it. Now, when I say it, you hear it. You're, you're, Shove the straw up your butter hole. Dirty. <laughs> so, so, See, okay. When you get that one, I piece, can't believe it's not butter. When you, when you get that one piece of popcorn that's almost too soggy to eat, doesn't exist. Is best. <laughs> it's so good. It's not such a thing as too soggy to eat. Try me. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> Well, anyways, where does this uh, humble pie phrase phrase of the day come from? You know, I was listening to some of our previous podcasts, yeah. and the intro and the rabbit trails we go off on that have nothing to do. I feel sorry for people who just want to know the origins of something. We should mark that down. And instead, we're giving butterhole tips. And- <laughs> well, so for English learners that are actually looking up, what does this idiom mean? And they're like, this, yeah, you this might as well stupid. always fast forward twenty minutes. <laughs> Wait, look for look for the origin song and go from there. Some words, where'd they go? Where'd they go? No one can know. I turned around and looked behind. Those words came from another mind. So, as is often the case, this was a little more interesting than I expected. So, in the 14th century, there was something called the Numbles. With an N. The numbles? Numbles. So the numbles, or numbles, or numbles, or depending on which version of how old your English is, nubles, the nubles, uh, was the name given to the heart, liver, entrails, etc. of animals, especially deer, uh, what we would now call... Like giblets? Maybe. Okay. Do we call it giblets now? I don't know, when you get like a turkey, because Thanksgiving's coming up for us. Okay, and you and pull so the giblets out? Get the giblets, like, which is, I think, like organ meat. And- okay, yeah, maybe. So all the entrails and innards, the innards. Uh, I wrote down here, only because I read it, uh, what we now call offal. That o- sounds about right. O-F-F-A-L. Okay. Offal, offal. Okay. Uh, or lights. But by the 15th century, um, this had migrated to umbles. They lost the N. And I have more. We'll talk about why that N was lost a little bit later on. So, although the words coexist, coexisted for some time. Umbles? Numbles and umbles. Numbles. Numbles. Is this where you get num 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 num? <laughs> Maybe. What's up? Are you hungry? Chewing on a little num, num, deer heart. Num 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 numbles. Numbles. So, the two words, umbles and numbles, did coexist for some time, but and there are references to both words in Old English, Middle English texts from like 1330 and onward. They're like twins from the Shire. Umbles and numbles. <laughs> That's great. Oh, you mean the twins? Oh, no, the shy- umbles and numbles. Umbles and numbles. <laughs> or it could be just like, how many people were there? Umbles and numbles. <laughs> umbles and numbles. Too high a number to count. <laughs> it's crazy. So umbles were used as ingredients for pies. The innards were used for meat pies. So although the first record of umble pie, uh, no H, no N is in print as late as the 17th century, 
Uh, wow. Samuel Samuel Peppis, P-E-P-Y-S, makes many references to such pies in his diary. For example, on the 5th of July in 1662, he says this, I, having some venison given me a day or two ago, and so I had a shoulder roasted, another baked, and the umbles baked in a pie, and all very well done. That's crazy. So, umbles baked in a pie. It was You had umble pie. It was... It was. I was not expecting this. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, July eighth, sixteen sixty three. Almost exactly a year later, he he writes. Mrs. Turner came in and did bring us an humble pie, hot out of her oven. Extraordinarily good. So it's possible that it was the pies that caused the move from numbles to umbles. Um, in a numble pie, a numble pie could easily have become an humble pie. So the the end just moved over. So this is what I said I would reference a little bit later on. There's apparently a bunch of words that used to be a different word because the N got adjusted. So um, um skull, a number pie. If you're just speaking quickly, a number pie, and we put an before a voweled word, a number pie got mistaken to be an humble pie. Wow. Uh, so in the same way, and this is one of the things I learned. An apron that you wear when you are cooking used to be a napron. What? I feel like you're making this up. I'm not making this up. Go look it up. An and apron. An apron used wow. to be a napron, but it got confused along the way and became a so, apron, which starts with a vowel. And but here's the best does, one. Doesn't your neck have a nape? Yes. When is that where you tie up your napron? You tie up your napron to your nape. Well, was that why they called it a napron? I don't know. Because we know. tied it around your neck. That could be. That's crazy. But it went the other way, too. So here's the one that'll blow your mind. A newt used to be an oot. An oot. Yeah. Like the little chameleon thing. Yeah. Used to be an oot. An oot. Not an oot. (laughs) But the N over time got adjusted. So same thing happened with umbles and numbles. They lost the N after a bunch of time. Now, here's where it becomes, believe it or not, in my opinion... Even more interesting. Oh, by the way, the changing of that N uh, in the English language, the changing of the boundaries between words, if that makes sense, the N goes from the word to the, what do you call it? Uh, the N. Say my, say my aim. Say my aim. <laughs> it's called meta-analysis. Meta-analysis. If the, if the, Ed-analysis. And it's quite commonplace in English. And all of this was just like, I had no idea that... I know the English language changes, but anyway, the adjective humble with an H, which means, you know, a low rank or having low estimate of oneself, you're humble, derived separately, completely different from umbles, uh, which derives from Latin and Old French words for loins, umbles. Um, Incidentally, (laughs) if you feel like girding your loins and you aren't sure where they are, the Oxford English Dictionary coyly describes them as the parts of the body that should be covered with clothing. So the similarity of the sound of words and the fact that humble pie was often eaten by those of humble status and at a time when the H was not pronounced that much, he was an humble man, Hmm. that it became one in the same. Humble pie, who was eaten by people who were humble, humble, but he just didn't pronounce the H as much back then, could easily have been the reason for when you eat humble pie to have its current idiomatic meaning was because both words existed humble, humble, numble, and 
there was actually Crazy. an humble pie eaten by humble people. How, how many humble people? Umbles uh, and numbles. Give me, give me an umble, a, a number. A number? An umber. I need an number of how many humble people <laughs> eat the humble pie. Umbles and numbles of people ate the number pie. Ate an humble pie. So yeah, so all of that combined. Wow. Humble people uh, of low ranking eating humble pie because it was considered. They were, they were hungry. It was considered not posh to eat pie made from the entrails and hearts and livers. So they were eaten by poor people already. So people of humble status eating humble pie, it just came, became a thing like, oh, Mind you're going to eat humble pie. Hum, which then, as we added the H back into the mix, or started pronouncing it, I should say, became humble pie. Mind is, mind is blown. That's fun, right? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's so that is where eating humble pie comes from. That's really good. That's some fun research. I know. It was a good one this time. I could almost like, I could feel you as you and the research team were sitting on your couch watching Netflix. <laughs> There's already a special out there on a, on humble pie. Wow. So yeah, here's here's one more. Be actually excited. This You're going to be eating a humble pie? A little something from uh, Modern. Fa- Modern Family. Mm-hmm. You're going to be eating humble pie? Uh, yeah. So th- that is that for the origins of eating humble pie and why we still use it to today. That's fantastic. Yeah. Smarter. Smarter every day. Smarter every day. Perfect. I, I like it. I feel I feel smarter just for having listened to you. I'm glad you came over. I <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> I, I'm trying to get the maximum value out of this rental space. This is the only reason you're still on this show is just to learn yourself, right? <laughs> it's like going to school. I come here. The, the master and the apprentice. Oh. Yeah, teach me your ways. Are you eating <laughs> humble pie? Well, I, I am apparently. <laughs> I need to humble myself, learn from you. Well, fantastic! Thank you for uh, thank you for that. Well, thanks for listening. Perfect. You're a good well, listener. Well, <laughs> and I'm a lurker. You're a good lurker. Good lurking guy. <laughs> well, we should wrap this thing up. Let the let the illegitimate kids get back to doing what they're doing when they haven't uh, stopped doing what they were doing. In the first place. Well, are, are we closing it down or do you want to play a game? Let's play a game. Okay. Well, Riddle Link is a game we like to play. It takes a two-part trivia-based question and requires a two-part uh, overlapping answer, overlapping by word, syllable, syllables, plural, all of, that, all of the above. So, for example, last week when we did the idiom dead as a doornail, which was a fun one, you can go check that out, uh, we left you with this one. As deceased as an entrance spike where manicures happen. As deceased as an entrance spike where manicures happen. Did you get this one? As dead as a door nail salon? That's it. As dead as a door nail salon. So it's not dead as a door nail. It's not nail salon. Nope. The correct answer is dead as a door nail salon. Well, I've got a couple prepared. It's do I. Okay, well, let me uh, go first just in case you've, you've already got these ones. Here we okay. go. <clears throat> Consuming crow as a medieval rat catching musician. Oh, nice one. Consuming crow. As a medieval rat-catching musician. I'm going to go with eating humble pied piper. That's it. Eating humble pied piper. I had that one and didn't use it because I was worried you would. Really? So, so I'm, glad, yeah, yeah, you, I'm yeah. glad you did. You know I go for that low-hanging fruit. The pied piper, low-hanging fruit baked in a pie. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's one for you. Um, you eat this when you are humiliated by being as wrong as an orange traffic cone. <laughs> <laughs> you eat this when you are humiliated by being as wrong as an orange traffic cone. Assemble bylaws. That's it. 
<laughs> That's great. Okay, I've got a second one here. A little harder for you. The Pies Creator. Oh, no. The Pies Creator from this ancient society causes medial tibial stress syndrome. The Pies Creator from this ancient society causes medial tibial stress syndrome. Uh, I, I'm going to take a guess at this one. Okay. Because I don't know if that's what this is, but is it Egyptian splint? Egyptian splints. Yes. Egyptian splints. Yes. That's hard to say. Egyptian splints. <laughs> Egyptian splints. Fantastic. Good for you. Whew. Okay, I do have one more, but why don't we leave it hanging for our illegitimate children out there? We would love to hear from them. Illegitimate children, reach out to us on Instagram at the dot village dot idiom or email the village idiom podcast at gmail.com or whether it's the Facebooks, the YouTubes, or the X at three minutes gone all right this is uh i think this might be a hard one i don't know we'll see if anybody gets it please please respond please join in the fun see who the first one is to get this correct answer here it is you say this to express how bored you are when you have been forced to eat your humiliation okay you say this to express how bored you are when you have been forced to eat your humiliation and that is three minutes gone i don't have it don't have it no yeah, I don't know. I think it might be too hard. <laughs> they have time. True. They have time. Over these next 30 seconds, you'll, either they'll figure it out or they'll just go, next podcast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was fun putting today's episode together. Let me just add, if yeah. you're if you're not listening to these up to date, I we still we still respond if you're sending in your guesses, we still respond and say good guess, you got it. You man, you're not going to win a new house, new car. But you know, we need those. Still things. play along. Play along. Click like. Share with a friend. And buy the merch. <laughs> There's no merch to buy. Let us know if you even want merch. <laughs> I'm Skinny. I'm Jurassic Mark. And these are the Village Idioms. Now they're eating humble pie. Oh, nice. That's three minutes gone. <laughs>